Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Trees and No Plots. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! Hello! Hello. No Flo. She was there. I am here. I think she said hello hello at exactly the same time I did. Ah. And I drowned her out. We can hear you. You're here. I am here. I don't really want to be, because I might die, but yeah, I am here. Hmm. I'd say that's a healthy fear. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't 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 perhaps the best episode we've had in wow. terms of um, in terms of fate of death. But I mean, th- th- when do we have a good one? Let's be honest. My sword worked really well. <laughs> when, when do we feel so? Oh yeah, you were happy. <laughs> so uh, they'll be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue; Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric. And Dick Fate, our half orc barbarian. And uh, yeah, as they were just alluding to, last week was a lot of combat as you squared off against one of Rogar's old friends, one Mr. Martin Howard, who appears to have beaten you all to uh, the Shrine of Othran's like, lowest chambers here, back where his sarcophagus and presumably at one point his heart resided. And uh, he ambushed you effectively with three hounds of Tyndalus, those nasty horrific creatures from the dreamlands that caused Rogar and uh, I think it was Roger at the time a lot of trouble and they're uh, just as nasty in the real world too it seems it would appear so yeah bastards (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean uh, lay of the land here they're down in this sarcophagus the sarcophagus is smashed open bones are everywhere Martin's hiding behind it because it's a giant sized one fit for a storm giant so he's having a lot of fun back there Dick Fate is paralysed with one hound on him. Tommy is almost out of wisdom with another hound on him. And Sophia is actually doing the best so far, with her and R4 actually dealing a decent amount of damage to the uh, final hound. But we've seen that these things can turn pretty quick. And, uh, yeah, this this has been a bit dangerous, hasn't it? Yeah, you could say that. Definitely, uh... I mean, I'll be honest... <sighs> I feel like I can hopefully kill this one, but then I'm not exactly relishing rushing into combat again against the next one, like I normally would be. Mm. So, I, you know, kind of feels like a one and done thing. That's just, uh, I'm sure the others will be fine. It's all right, (laughs) Dick will be perfectly fine once he eventually frees himself from paralysis. I'm sure sure he's just hacking it to death. He's a barbarian, isn't he? Somebody needs to come save your homie. I don't know my homie needs saving. Yeah, it's true. I haven't moved. <laughs> we still can't see. Can we see you? Uh, I can't see. Sophia can sort of see him, I guess. I mean, he's my not in the best DNA. position. Yeah. I, 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 I will come looking when I become free. Let's say <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's well, all that's for. Yeah, you know. I'll consider saving you later. I, 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 if I know, if I knew you needed saving, mate, I'd be there. Trust me, but I don't. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be sprinting down the beach like um, <laughs> fucking Baywatch. With your tits swaying. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, everyone's in a bad spot basically, and uh, well, where we left off. Sophia had just done a chunk of damage. Dick had been chopped at by Martin, who's sadly not doing as well as I'd have hoped, but hurting the barbarian a little bit. And 
yeah, I believe it was going to be R4's turn. So you know what? Let's jump straight back in. R4 is going to take... Well, actually, there's a question. Is R4 immune to poison damage? He might be. Um, I Let think he check. thought he was. I think he is. I think he is. I think he is because he's a, he's a machine. Yeah. Yeah, he so he would have taken two points of poison damage, but actually, he doesn't give a shit. Nope, so he's going to... He is. <laughs> give no shits. He is going to uh, slap it up with a gunpowder spear. Uh, 14 for the attack and 7 points of piercing damage. Sadly, 14 is not enough to pierce this yeah, thing's I thought hide. that might be the case. But never mind. That means, assuming R4 isn't moving, uh, it is the Hound's turn. So they all heal up some of these wounds, but actually this round you guys did a lot more damage to them. They're not looking as healthy, even though you see some of those cuts and gashes that you tore into them are starting to heal. Some of that burning's healing from you, Tommy, but they're not as healthy as they once were. It's starting to feel the damage a little bit. Good, good. Got to keep it up. And, well, Dick is still paralyzed, so I'm still going to try crit him with the tongue attack as the hound lashes out with its tongue yet again and see if it can drain some of uh, Mr. Fate's wisdom. So with advantage... Are you actually kidding me? I rolled two 15s. <laughs> oh, I would be laughing, but he's going to hit me on my turn. That would have been like 60 points of psychic damage. What? I am not impressed. I'm just sad. I'm just sad as it lashes out at you again, but does nothing. Dick is just impervious to all forms of damage, apparently, even when he's not. <laughs> uh, am I allowed to woo at this point? It comes out <laughs> a little bit like through gritted teeth. Fine, whatever, you live. Fuck you. Have the <laughs> other one. Sophia, do me a favor and die, would you? Tongue attack. Uh, 24. Oh, you bastard. 16 points of psychic damage, and uh, make me a concentration check on that uh, nice little spirit guardians you've still got active. Also, I take some damage from it if I save one by the other, so I will roll his save. As he's still surrounded by these spectral clerics with swords. Just stabbing at him annoyingly. 14. 14 would be good enough, so you maintain concentration. I will attend, though, so full 3d8 points of damage, radiant, from your uh, annoying little spell. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Spell. Oh, nine! Two ones! Oh, not the most damage, okay. but hey, at least it wasn't halved. And yeah. you lose two points of wisdom. What? Yeah. Only two? <laughs> <laughs> I saved the high rolls for you, Matt. Thanks, mate. Right, let me write down my original fucking wisdom. Because yes. that's important. Sixteen points. Matt? Yeah. Well, actually, I've made a mark of how much I've lost rather than what it was originally, but yeah, same difference. Yeah. That's sixteen and points I... of psychic damage and uh, two points of wisdom attribute damage. Shitting fuck. It's brutal, isn't it? It is. Right. I, I lost double that on the first... Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Woe is me. Woe is you. Now, I have a problem here, because I think I'm going to put Tommy in a lot of fucking trouble. Okay. The third one's going to cast Hold Monster on you, Tommy. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Lovely. Yeah, that's the, Thanks. That's Thanks. the horrifying thing of these creatures. Yeah, a 17. So, um, I just if, if, I, if I had a webcam on, I'd be putting my middle finger up, but I don't. <laughs> so, um, Uncle, could you do that for... Matt, please. Just, uh, just the middle finger up at Cookson. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. 
Wow, that was a relief. I needed that. You got a 17 with a minus one. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I can't roll any higher than an 11 and I was just flat. <laughs> this was an on roll 20, I'd say you cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. 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 Whatever. Fine. Thank you. Thank you for some luck. This episode's going better already, guys. Whatever. Take your stupid turns for fear. Don't take it out on me. I didn't do anything. Yeah, she she got hit this time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to attack your beastie though. Sixteen and twenty. Uh, sixteen is enough. Yes. And again. Another nasty attack from Final Death. Again, again. Again, again. Yeah. Twenty and nineteen. I'm loving it. As you rush forward with final death, you stab into the chest of the creature just beneath its neck as it's kind of trying to bite at you with this almost circular saw set of teeth just gnashing and lashing its tongue at you. You take a little bit of damage from the tongue, you feel that hazy wooziness fall over you, but you drive on forward with final death, jamming the blade straight into whatever this thing considers its heart, and you watch as the creature begins to burn up. Yeah, right. Um, oh, actually, I can move now, can't I? Um, you can. Right. So... And you can you tell that uh, Dick Fate is rather frozen <laughs> in yeah. his rage pose? <laughs> rage <laughs> just, just, just stood there, arms, arms down either side, in fists thrusting forward, and has been. See, is it not more likely that? Well, I don't know. I don't know how well you can see, but the the way I imagine it is that you can see that it's just a constant semi. <laughs> and it's like there's no way it just stays like that. It goes one way or the other. It's gonna have to get that's gonna have to get caught. <laughs> Sophia is in awe of the control. She's just like <laughs> <laughs> it down to a fine art. <laughs> flying at half mast. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we get the explicit rating on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't Tommy in more trouble, really? Uh, Oh, shit. uh, In all honesty, you probably can't tell. You can probably tell that Tommy's covered in icor and bleeding. I think you're covered. I think. I don't know. That's a point. You should be taking. uh, Just going to do some. Four points of poison damage, Sophia. Thanks for the reminder. Oh, sorry, mate. I just—I—I I, I was just describing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but covered in icor and. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna fight like, for my life. So I thought so I, I, I was gonna help you. But yeah, to be fair, I'm not hearing anything from from um, Dick. I'm not hearing any grunts. I'm not hearing any weapons. I'm just silence. So he just stands there with a chubby. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go that way. But yeah, my box I mean, of protection comes around and it stays with me, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Protection cube. Should be a circle, but I'm not sure if they draw circles on. You can. Can you? Yeah, it's just easier for the thing. I mean, if you really want a circle, I can give you a circle. I'm not, I'm not going to be pedantic. Well, you, you, you were. <laughs> so you're drawing you a circle. circle. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Right, so that is my turn. Fab. <laughs> oh dear, what was that? Shooting acid in your face. 
Oh, what, <laughs> what, what, a, a circle rather than a fucking square. All right, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, rocks fall and Sophia dies. Uh, okay, so Sophia, you defeat one of the hounds, send it back from the horrors to whence it came, and Tommy, it is your turn. It is, right. Well, I could wipe this shit off my face, but I think I just need to kill this thing. And seeing as it failed to cast its spell, which it almost certainly will attempt to do again next turn, if I don't manage to kill it, I'm going to do my best to slap it the fuck around with the Flame Tongue Rapier. A 19 and 14 piercing plus another 5 fire damage. So another stab. I'm just, yeah, just basically just stabbing it in the head over and over again, um, trying to deal it fire damage. Another one, a 26 and 11, plus another 5. Okay. And a Elements Wrath attack, uh, 21 and 8 piercing damage. 8 fire damage, rather. With another devastating fiery flurry, you do manage to just tear through this creature, slashing over and over again, watching its ghastly thin skin get burnt up, carving through muscle and sinew as eventually it also begins to fade, sent back to the dream. Right. Now, what do I do? Uh, swords at my feet, icor on my skin. Uh, not a great oh, yeah. position to be in. Thanks. Uh, poison damage. Thanks. Wipe that shit off. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> it takes an action, and actions are uh, better actions. to kill things with. Uh, yeah. I've used actions, I've used my bonus action, uh, so I will I will move up a bit, because uh, I can see Sophia running towards Dick, seems like a smart move, so let's go, let's go up to about here, and that's the end of my turn, I don't anything else, so yeah. Okay, tell me, so that just leaves it as Martin's turn, he just lost two of his hounds. That's worrying. Quite worrying, in fact, as he now sees most of the room coming after him. Okay, let's have a look here. Shit. Shit. Start heading towards the corner of the room. Um, you can all see him now. He's covered in these, like, green, writhing flames. And he is going to, I suppose, cast a spell. Shit. Let's check the range, shall we? I think I missed. I may have may have cut out for a minute where you said, "Why is he wearing thin green flame?" Oh, you don't know why he uh, may have taken an action previously. Okay. As rogue archers. Uh, probably. He worships a god called Tuchar. Tuchar. And. Shall. Yeah, he seems to have like green flames when he looks into the future and stuff like that. So that would make sense. Probably some kind of blessing. Fucking religion mumbo jumbo, as Tommy would think. But then again, Dick doesn't know this, and I shouldn't have told you. None of us know it, really. <laughs> that's that's, just, a, that's just, just, a, just a throwaway aside to the audience who may know this from previous episodes. We, however, yes. do not. You don't, but uh, as Martin goes running out from behind the uh, sarcophagus, starting heading towards this uh, corner of the room for some reason, you see him whispering under his breath. He turns around and looks at you, Sophia, points out a finger, and he whispers something as those green flames get more intense, and all of a sudden, you notice them all around you, Sophia, 
getting stronger, more intense, more numerous, as all of a sudden everyone else in the room sees you are surrounded by a 40-foot column of fire. And I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw as he casts Flame Strike on you. Okay, now. This is the kind of thing I can use luck for, isn't it? Alright. Was it deck save, did you say, mate? Yep. Come on. 22. 22. Uh, so you do save, but you are going to still take some damage. You take 18 points of fire damage, which you can have. Oh, thank God. I thought he meant, like, that was 36. No. That would have been it, fucking brutal. That's <laughs> what I'm saying! 18 points of fire damage and 16 points of radiant damage. Is radiant halved? Both of them are halved, yeah. So it's 17 total. Damn. As this column of fire just explodes in the room. Uh, you are quite nimble, though. You duck down low and some of it uh, scorches you, but it's not too bad. However, that is Martin's... I think all he can do... Oh, he can do one more thing, actually, now that you can see him. I think. What's oh, the range? Sophia... Just Sophia. Oh, and Dick. You know what? He might as well do it on both of you. As you watch the flames grow more intense, there's something oddly terrifying about Martin. He looks like a normal human, really. Um, but those flames are just ominous. You get a sense of unease from this man that you've never noticed before. And you are all... Well, Sophia and Dick, you are hit by his frightful presence. Both give me a wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom. It's my lack of wisdom now. Thirteen? Thirteen? And Dick? Oh, wisdom saving throw, okay. A one. Okay, um, Sophia, you managed to shake it off. You've, you've seen some horrifying things in your time, and maybe this uh, man is channeling some dark powers, but right now, you're steeled to them. Dick, on the other hand, you are feeling quite scared. Though, actually, you're raging, though, aren't you? I am raging, yes. So I think you are immune to fear, is that correct? Uh, Frightened effect. Um, hmm. Unless that's only frenzy words. Rage, strength, resistance to progening, able to cast spells. Nope, you're not immune, actually. No. That must be frenzy only. But, but I do have... Uh, no, yeah, no, wait. No, yeah, wait. cool, yeah, frenzy only, yep. Yeah. Right, so, uh, Dick, you're paralyzed and terrified. Wonderful. Specifically of Mark. And, okay. uh, Dick, it's your turn. You lose your turn, make me a wisdom saving throw. You are All terrified than a by, the, one. by the man who failed repeatedly to hit you with an axe. He stabbed him once. You yes, know. after failing repeatedly. <laughs> I rolled a 13. 13? Uh, is that good? It's not. You're still paralyzed. <sighs> this has been a fun combat for you, hasn't it? No. Do I get another roll to see if I'm still afraid or not? Good question. To be fair, normally if you're afraid, you have to move away from it, but you're paralyzed. So I can't <laughs> move away. Uh, you can repeat the saving throw on your turn, so yeah, go and roll again. Are you still frightened? Roll again. It's a slightly lower DC, yeah. but you rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're not having a good time, are you, Dick? This is this has yeah. not been your day. Well, no, still kidding. paralyzed. Still yep. terrified. R4, it's your turn. R4, R4, R4. He is... I mean... He doesn't want to get... He's not sure he wants to just charge Martin on his own. I think he's he's thinking of the same. He's going to do a dash action to try and... 
try and get towards um, his uh, homey dick fate. So he's going to sprint up in the direction of the final spectral hound. Okay. That's his turn. Across the room. Yep. Well, it is that final hound's turn, and it's a question of what does he do? I mean, really, the best target is still Mr. Fate. Despite him not being the weakest, he's the one who'll take the most damage if I hit. We're all holding a breath now. Mm, yeah, you know what? I'll keep attacking Mr. Fate, because, yeah, with advantage. And he's going to use the tongue, because goddamn, if I hit once, you're just devastated. Ooh. 25. And it's an automatic critical. So I get to roll all these dice again. So... Oh, Jesus. It's half to remember. If it's not I'm psychic. Psychic. It is psychic. Ah, slut. Yeah. <laughs> of course it's psychic damage. Of course it's it the is. one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you take 48 points of psychic damage. Nice. And you lose two wisdom. Oh, that sucks. It could have been worse. You could have been four. Been <laughs> before this. So. Yeah, that could have been the third time he hit you with that, to be fair. Exactly. And 48. Shit the bed. Let me work this out. Yes, yeah, so you hear a, a pained wince from uh, Dick's frozen jaw as it seems this creature is eating him alive and he can't do anything about it. Right. We're on our way, bro. We're on our way. I'm half health, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our way. Hang on. Yeah, one more hit like that. Uh, Dick's dead. Sophia, it's your turn. Where are you going? What are you doing? Before that, I was going to go hit up Martin. What does Harmonize do again? Well, Sophia... Good and evil, I think. Go, 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 and, go and slap Martin, because we'll, um, we, we, we're, we're diving in now to go and rescue. Yeah. I, don't know if you can, I don't know if you can even make it in a turn without dashing, even if you wanted to. Harmonize is just protection against good and evil, isn't it? Yep. Ah, fuck. That's not useful. Um, okay. I am going to drop my sword, I think. Um, do I want to go melee? No, I'm not going to reach him, am I? He's miles away. Yeah, so drop my sword, get my bow and arrow out, and I'm going to use a plus one arrow on this twat. As you can leave Dick to die. There's others there. <laughs> Right, Matt. Well, I mean, you can't. You can. You could shoot at it. Shoot at the hound if you wanted to. Um, I was say you do radiant damage. You so can't. I can't assume that would be quite useful against it. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should actually. I was thinking of you charging it with your sword, and you wouldn't get there in time. But, but yeah, you could. You could possibly I... shoot. You'd probably shoot at it. Fine, I will shoot at Thingamabob. Wait, you the get hound. two attacks, so you could shoot one at the hound. Ooh, one at that's the hound. a good shot. Yeah. Okay. One at the hound. Let's go. Ooh, ten. Ten. That is a miss, I'm afraid. Arrow goes oh, wide. That's an expensive arrow. In for a penny, in for a pound. Another radiant. <laughs> Fuck it. On the hound again? Yep. Yeah. Oh, nine. Fucking hell. Ooh, that's two pricey arrows go wide, clattering against the uh, stone wall behind the creature. Well, the point was moot anyway. Never that mind. was all in. Fucking hell. Do I want you... to action search? Because he is hurt quite a bit. Might be the time. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do that. Okay. Let's 
Yeah, let's hack some stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the one. Yeah. Another. No, let's just go with a normal arrow, shall we? Let's just. Yeah, yeah let's, 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 not, let's not blow all the money. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> I can't. 16 and 1. Uh, two, 6, even? 16 and 16 6. And 6. 16 Sorry, and 6. A, that's a hit, right? Uh, that is a hit. That's on the hound, right? Yep. Yes, on the hound. And then another one. Come on, we can do this. Oh, fucking hell. Is it my wisdom? No, you use your wisdom isn't used for attack bonus. Damn it. Dex Why am I just a... shit? <laughs> I hit yeah, it a bit. You unleash a whole slew of arrows towards the hound. And unfortunately, it's slightly ethereal nature coming from the dreamlands makes it seemingly very difficult to hit. Three of them go wide. One hits its side, doing a little chunk of damage, but... Uh, Unfortunately, that's not enough to deter it from devouring Mr. Fate completely. You see that tongue is wrapped around his neck. He's not defending himself. He seems to be, like, literally just being drained of all life and sanity by this creature. But that's your turn, Sophia, unless you're moving. Yeah, I might move a little bit. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, you're up. I am. Right. If I'm there, have I, have I got advantage with Dick? Technically, and I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, no, because he's not threatening. Ah, uh, he doesn't paralyzed. count, does he not? Nope. Okay. Um. Right. Mm. Okay. Well, we are where we are. Fine. I uh, will just strike it straight up then. So let's go with the flame tongue rapier, which is been doing a good job so far. A twenty-nine and twelve plus. Is he? So. 2d6, which is another 11. Now, let me just check sneak attack damage. One sec. I'm not sure if I can use it. I wouldn't have thought so, just because Dick is providing no benefit. Once per turn, you can deal d extra d 1d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack. If you're, you don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the tar any, another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. Mm. That enemy is in, in, uh, the enemy is incapacitated. Yeah. So that so it doesn't count. And Aww. you don't have disadvantage on the, the attack roll. Okay, that's fine. Uh, as soon as um, my homeboy gets close by, um, R4 will be okay. Yes, stupid incapacitated. Okay, right, so another attack then uh, with the flame tongue rapier. A 29, another 12, uh, duplicates, and another 2d6. Another 6 points of flaming damage. Uh, we'll roll, we'll do the short sword plus 2. Uh... Or will we? Or will we? Uh, okay, yep, yeah, we will, we will. Uh, so that's Elements Wrath, straight up. Uh, a 13. 13's not good enough, is it? 13 does not hit, I'm afraid. Okay, never mind. Uh, I think we'll take a leaf out of um, out of Sophia's book, then. And two points well, here before we forget. Tommy, you took four points of poison damage. Sophia, you took six. Uh, four, okay. This icor continues to burn through your skin. Yeah, we need to. We we really need to wipe this off. But action economy is pretty hot at the moment. Uh, and to that point, I'm going to um, action surge, and I'm going to do another two attacks with a flame tongue rapier. Just stabbing away, everybody. Stabbing away. A 21, 15, nice. 15 and another 2d6, another five, and. A 16, which I think is just a hit, isn't it? It and is just a hit. 9 
And another 2d6. Another 7 on top of that. Hey, with stab, 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 stab. Yeah. Digging deep in your adrenaline there, you go in with just a devastating number of attacks. You see that uh, Dick Fate is actually a little closer to death than you realized he was as you were all dealing with your own problems. So you just unload on this hound, this monster from your nightmares, and you manage to banish it. Yes! Nice! Well done. Ooh, well, I had to save my homie. Thank you. <laughs> Does that mean that <laughs> Dick is now able to move again? Or do you still need to break out the effect? Uh, the concentration is broken with the creature being dead. Yes. I can't yes. move towards Martin because I'm afraid of him. No! <laughs> <laughs> well, you can take you can take this the um, uh, check again, can't you, at the start of your turn? Mm -hmm. So you can see if you're still scared of him. Okay, cool. And if not, I can throw things at him from afar. <laughs> Yeet! What, middle fingers? Fuck you! Hey, I have ten javelins. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Amazing if you killed him with a javelin. Well, that means it's Martin's turn. Fuck you, Martin. Prick. He sees his last hand go down, and he looks a little bit nervous as he backs all the way to the corner. And... Sophia and Dick, since you've got line of sight on him, you notice something kind of strange happen as he's leaning up against the wall. He puts his hand against the angle of the corner and goes, Well, uh, it seems I uh, may have underestimated the group of you. Congratulations. Um, I think I'll have to uh, make my leave, but I'm sure we'll see each other again soon. And next time, I think I'll be a little better prepared. Until then, and he uses angled entry to slip between the angle of the wall, which Dick and Sophia, both of you looking at this, it causes your heads to hurt as the dimensions of the wall seem to shift almost like they're turning into a tunnel as he steps back into it. And it's like he's walking away from you without moving until he just disappears. And he's gone from the room. Pussy! And Dick's just like, Who are you? Why? <laughs> Why is the voice man gone? <laughs> Guys, did, did he tell us what he wanted? Uh, no. But we obviously had it on us. Mm. Or, he, or at least he thought we did. Yeah. So no. you had something. Yeah. Oh. If only we could remember what we have. I have no idea. <laughs> No idea what no, it might be. No idea. Um, yeah. Well, congratulations, you survived. Fucking hell, that was a, that was a, that was a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. I guess I guess now it's time to um, root through the um, ruins of this tomb, see what we can find. Yes. Yeah. While you're dusting yourselves off and feeling quite rubbing the eye off, picking yeah. my sword up. These are things I need to do. <laughs> yes, while you uh, tidy yourselves up and try to shake this horrible headache three of you have now got. Um, it's not shifting immediately. Which... Oh. No, it's, no, it's still with you right now. It's, uh, you're hoping it's not permanent. It doesn't quite feel as devastating as the last time you had your wisdom drained. Maybe a good night's sleep will uh, shake it. But right now you're a little bit uh, worse for wear. As you're doing so, um, Sophia... 
you hear, well, all of you hear a slight groan of pain. And Sophia, you hear some rather colourful swearing in Giant from beneath the rubble in the corner. There was that blue hand, wasn't there? Ooh. Foot. Ooh. Blue foot. Hello? Driver. Guys, help me dig. What? Hang on. Uh, uh, we, we, we tomb robbing already? Give us a sec. No, no, no. There's, there's, a, there's a voice. Can I hear what you're saying? Is it? You hear a lot of angry muttering. You, you catch something about damnable dragons and too old for this shit. <laughs> All in giant. Who's that guy in Lethal Weapon? Is that is that is that rumbling giant? Is that is that yeah. is is he's alive? You know. All right, go on then. So I'll give you a hand trying to dig him out. Then. Dave. It's gonna take a lot. If he can't pull himself out. Oh, we're fucked, aren't we? Try though. Well, so are you all going over there to start digging the rubble off this creature? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'd say between the four of you, you make relatively light work of it. It's quite heavy stone, but as you start to get some of it away, the creature underneath does start to stir. But you notice as you're revealing more, um, it's certainly a giant. From what you saw in the second trial of what they looked like, you'd guess that it is a storm giant. What you're a little surprised by is how withered it looks. Like, it looks old and weak. Like, a strong breeze might knock it over. It doesn't look like the towering, um, titanic, gigantic, larger-than-life creatures the storm giants normally are, and like the statues you've seen of Othrin and all that. This one looks ancient, and not in a good way. Like, even Hurund is a very old stone giant looked buff still, despite his uh, recent wounds. This storm giant does not look in a good way. But does he, he is, look uh, familiar? He does not. But he is swearing a lot and grumbling as the rock is removed from him. Hello! We're friendly! Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna say in common. <laughs> Dick. Hear... Please don't hurt us. Yeah, I mean, Sophia, eventually you hear a... <sighs> Thank you for digging me out. As he kind of pushes himself to like a seated position, just resting on some of the rubble. Oh, can, can I? Can I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, carry on. Actually, I'm gonna. I, I do need to remember to fill Dick in a little bit about Martin at some point. I I, I was gonna do that once the combat ended, and then we just didn't. So <laughs> let's let's dig a drone out first, then I'll fill Dick in. <laughs> Dick will yeah. fill you in. <laughs> Uh, Have you been here long? Did you get attacked by Martin? Long. I've been here since this place was forged. He starts to bring himself up to his full height. Now, you know storm giants stand at like almost 30 foot tall. This one is a bit hunched, and it looks like maybe he would walk with a cane normally, but he seems to be holding himself up okay. He's wearing these long, old, dark blue royal robes, but um, they look just as ancient as he is, tattered in places. He looks like a, a very old man, but in giant form and blue. This isn't your um, crypt, is it? He uh, laughs quite loudly and goes, <laughs> No, this would not be my tomb. I would not be given the honor of such a burial. And you. You don't even need to really roll inside to hear quite a a bite to how he said that. My name is Vathrun. 
pleasure to make your acquaintance. Does that name ring a bell? Um, you, Sophia, did get a bit of a download of knowledge. Do me a history check. Same. Let's say with advantage, because of mm. the, the historical, like, magical knowledge that you were given by the Stone Wardens. Twenty. Twenty. As he says, Vathrun, you almost hear after it the betrayer, the fallen, the coward. Like, you hear a lot of rather negative um, titles added to this giant's name. And you also hear something about being a caretaker. You don't get a great deal of knowledge because your your information from Hurin's like um, magical memory passed down through the generations is it's spotty. It's all over the place. But th- this this giant is familiar. He doesn't seem to be well liked, but you do get the impression he's supposed to be here. I'm guessing um, Martin got the drop on you then. The big fat guy that, you know, speaks with a drawl. He shakes his head and goes, If it had been just a human, I would not have had a problem dispatching it. No. The dragon, on the other hand, was a little bit more difficult. I fear if not for this place, it would have killed me. Oh, he's kind of looking at you, uh, Sophia, expectantly, because I don't understand any of this conversation. He uh, does look at the rest of you and notices you're all just staring blank-faced and goes, I suppose the common tongue will be necessary. And he kind of repeats himself a little bit in common to you all, so you're all kind of on the same page. Uh, was it... Um, sorry, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Tommy. Uh, so, was it just the dragon, or was the dragon with the fat bloke? The dragon arrived by itself. But unfortunately, I've been unconscious for quite a while. What it did here after the fact. He looks over at the tomb. And all of you do me an inside check. As he stares at the large sarcophagus that's been destroyed. And Othrin's scattered remains. A four. Oh, I accidentally did initiative instead of insight. We are insightful as balls. (laughs) <laughs> You're all feeling uh, a little bit dazed from the Hound's wisdom drain. Nine! Uh, Fourteen, sorry. Fourteen? You pick out a little bit that he's going through a bit of a mixed level of emotions. There clearly seems to be some animosity towards Othran, but also that this is a sacred place, and he's been here seemingly thousands of years, which is a bit unusual to begin with. Giants don't generally live that long. They're... they're they live a long time, but that's a bit extreme even for them. Um, yeah, he, he's going through quite a mix of emotions seeing uh, the sarcophagus destroyed. Like, almost a bit of him is pleased, a bit of him is angry, a bit of him is upset. It's, yeah, he's a bit of a torrent at the minute. Um, sorry. Do you remember what the dragon looked like? Strangest dragon I'd ever seen. Twisted abomination. Looked... On the precipice of death, but moved with ease. Can't say I've ever seen something so peculiar. Um, I look at Tommy and nod. Like we both know it was Rogar then, definitely for sure. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. I think we've uh, seen that dragon before, flying through the skies. You're, uh, you're probably wondering why we're here. And uh, to be honest, probably uh, we are too. Look, we are here. And it looks like we may have failed. We were here to stop something pretty fucking terrible from getting the heart of Ofren. 
he nods and he does walk over to the remains just sort of nudges them a little bit with his foot and goes yes it appears the heart has been taken the creature got what it wanted but well perhaps there is still time and he walks um across the room to the uh, other chamber that you guys haven't explored yet goes inside kind of motioning for you to follow i'll um i guess i guess we'll follow as you uh come along behind him he goes the shrine and these trials were designed to test those who are worthy to find those who could f- carry on othrin's fight to ensure that his prophecies are not fulfilled you may have seen them scrawled about the chambers as you descended I must admit in my youth I did not believe them, but the more I see of the world, the more I fear we already tread a dark path that we cannot reverse from. He takes you into a room that has a number of um, plinths and chests, seemingly offerings, and you take it to be that this was Othrin's treasury, things left that he once owned or used or had in his possession treasures things that were enshrined and entombed with him you notice one plinth has empty but the rest have items on them the giant bathroom walks up to the empty one and goes nods sort of solemnly at and goes i see that would be how the dragon left then as he sort of ponders the missing item from the plinth oh what was that was a device that allowed one to travel between the planes, known as a cubic gate. Which, I mean, you can all do me an arcana check just to see if you've ever heard of a cubic gate. <laughs> exactly your forte is, but... Uh... This will be good mm-hmm. for me. A two. Oh, a nine. A two. <laughs> which is, which is, which is <laughs> appropriate, actually. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> Sounds like bollocks to both me and Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, all three of you have never heard of Cubic Gates. Sounds fancy. Apparently lets you go to different planes. That's the best you've got there. From literally what he told you. But it yeah, seems that's how Dragon Rogar escaped and maybe how Martin got in in the first place. You don't know. Yeah, if um, Martin... He said he took the easy way. So maybe he went to see Martin. Martin brought it back with him and waited for us. Oh Yeah, that might make sense. Yeah. So well, what coaches did it? So uh what uh what can Dick have? Dick <laughs> Hero, Dick wants some payment. The bathroom Don't kind of looks dick. at all of you and goes Well, in many ways that was the purpose of the trials. To find people who would be worthy anything you see here, all of it in fact is yours. Do Wait. so as you wish. You should be uh, right. No. So the treasury before you, I'm going to list out just what you've gained. So of items that you see, you see a rather fancy looking amulet with um, various shifting symbols on it. You see a book that looks quite old. You see a a stone, a small green stone that uh, I believe Sophia has a very similar one spinning around her head. And you see a thing that looks like a headband. You also see a lot of gold and platinum, which we'll go through in a minute. 
Oh, could you please, um, yeah, that's uh, some quite shiny loot. Would you uh, mind giving us a uh, little description of what these very fancy things do? While Tom is asking that, Dick is going to put the headband on. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, you go pick up the headband, Dick. Well, yeah. This look like it keep hair out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with that then. Yeah, let me just uh, bring that one up. So he, this requires attunement, Dick. Uh, so it will take an hour to have full effect. And I don't know if you've got three other items. You might have to unattune something. I, I don't think I have any. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I mean, you uh, the, you... the boots might be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you can have three, so whatever. So as you put this on, Dick, you know you're going to have to spend about an hour getting used to this. But the moment it's on your head, it's like a whole new world opens up to you. You, you get it now. Two plus two does equal four. <laughs> Verbs are a thing. <laughs> I don't have to speak in third person. <laughs> Everything is starting to make sense. Those books that you used to wipe your mouth with had words on and you could read them. Holy shit. You look around you and you've been hanging out with idiots. Yeah. This is a headband of intellect. It is a wondrous item. Uncommon, requires attunement, and will raise anyone's intellect score to 19 while you are wearing the headband. Wow. So, my amazing. You are a genius, Mr. Fate. Ah! Fantastic! <laughs> wow. Does anybody actually need intellect for anything Mr. they do? I don't think any of us do, do we? So, keeping this headband. <laughs> I don't think any of, us, any of us use intellect because your, your spells are wisdom, aren't they, Sphere? This is. So there is literally, yeah. yeah. There is, there is no reason why Dick should have to give it up to anybody. Yes, Dick is a genius. That this, Dick this, 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 this does change things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I put my. That's amazing. I'm putting that up to nineteen right now. <laughs> that's ah! hilarious. <laughs> I am the smartest orc on the planet. <laughs> Are you going to stop right. talking to, about yourself in the third person? Dick is not, but now Dick understands third person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> real <Yes>. fucked. <laughs> right, let's get, let's get, let's get in. Okay, so that, that's the headband. So you've got the book, the stone, the amulet. Anyone going to pick one of those up? Uh, Tommy, considering you can't read, I might as well look at the book here. Yeah? Fuck off. I can read. I'm almost <laughs> tempted to pick up the book just to spite you, but go on. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna head towards the amulet where you pick up the um the book then. Okay. Okay. So the book Fia thinks she's so smart because she had a private education, but now Dick's just rocked him, put on a headband and is just smarter than she'll ever be. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I love it. Okay, um as you pick up the book, uh Sophia, it's a it's a very Nice book, very well uh, put together. Quite old, certainly has been read a few times in the past. And uh, Vathrun looks over to you and goes, Ah, yes, that one. It's been long enough. It should work again. That's a, uh, a manual of bodily health. And how that works, this book contains health and diet tips. 
and its words are charged with magic. If you spend 48 hours over a period of six days or fewer studying the book's contents and practicing its guidelines, your constitution score will increase by two, as does your maximum. So even if you were at 20, you could go up to 22. The manual then, yeah, the manual will then lose its magic, but regain it in a century. Wow. Century. Yeah. It's a long time to come back that one. So we can't all read it, but one of us can. Yep. Yeah, but it's going to take 48 hours within six days. That's a big chunk. Yeah, but like that that's three. Constitution or... plus Constitution two. Constitution plus two. Which is, is hit points massive. going back yeah. to level one. Yeah. Back on again. So, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I'd be tempted by that. It, it depends what I've got, whether Sophia would prefer it. I'm so just let's... saying, like, we don't have the time to read that right now. Well, Jay. Dick has the time. Dick is smart now. <laughs> Tommy will find the time because that that would be that would be huge, considering how much damage I normally take. That would put Dick's constitution to twenty. Mm. That would put Tommy's constitution to twenty as well. Uh, but yes, eighteen. That, so maybe I should have it. That's pretty good. Well, we'll see. We'll see what uh, see what this um, amulet does. So the amulet. Has Dick leveled up yet? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll find out soon enough. Uh, The amulet, Tommy, as you pick it up, doesn't seem to do much for you. You look at it and you see the gem and it seems to be shifting through symbols. None of them make a lot of sense to you. You don't really feel any magic from this amulet. And uh, Vathrun looks at you and goes, "Ah, The amulet of the devout. Normally someone of a uh, divine nature would gain something from that. And uh, I'll explain to you what this is. So this is a wondrous item, and it is an amulet of the devout plus two. It requires attunement by either a cleric or a paladin. The amulet bears the symbol of a deity inlaid with precious stones or metals. While you wear the holy symbol, you gain a bonus to spell attack rolls and saving throw DCs of your spells. The bonus is determined by the amulet rarity, which in this case is a plus two. While you wear this amulet, you can use your channel divinity feature without expending one of the feature's uses. Once this property is used, it can't be used again until the next dawn. So it's a permanent plus two, yeah, to all your spell stuff, and you get an extra use of channel divinity per day. Mm, Interesting. Well, seeing as it's absolutely useless to me, I'm going to hand it out towards um, Sophia anyway. Cool. And then, uh, what was the last the last thing? It was ah, a stone. It was an Ayun stone. Ayun stone, like the one that Sophia has around her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, green one, which is where is it? Lavender, red. Mine's dark blue. This is dark blue. Ah, this is the Ayun stone of leadership. This increases a charisma score by two, up to a maximum of twenty. While this uh, Pink and green sphere orbits your head. Well, that'd be useful. Achievement. Things all of us have very low charisma. Does require achievement, yes. Mm. Might be. So that might be one to give to Solara. Should we return back to her at some point? Should she be able to cast spells again? Oh, charisma, yeah. Because she's a charisma caster. She is. And we could probably do with her just to talk to people, but unfortunately, yeah, as you say, she can't cast spells and she's a bit vulnerable. Yes, just a tad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
hang on to it for now. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to tune to it just yet because I'll check what I've else I've got in tune to. But it might be useful for talking to people, seeing as it'll boost my charisma of eleven. I don't know. What? What? How? How, is, how, how charismatic does everybody else feel? Would it? Would it be better benefit anybody else? Dick to feels run? like a fourteen. Dick's more charismatic. Dick is more charismatic than me, but um, I don't know. Because everybody can see my dung. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fear in naked man. <laughs> Unless he's angry and turgid. Nope. Um, okay. Of the time what, what, what? works every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I might. Um, I might ask for the book then, Sophia. I will attempt to read it. Yeah. Go on then. I don't need it. You're taking well, the amulet, Sophia? Well, I'm the only one that can use it. So do you want to, do you want to have a look at it and see what see what it does? Do it for you? Yes, but I'm also like, I do have other things that I don't want to lose achievement to. Well, have a think about it, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it increases your spell DC by two. Which is pretty massive. Yeah. yeah. It's probably better than my Iron Stone of awareness. What's, what, what, do your, what does your Iron Stone do? It means I can't be surprised. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, maybe that, that might be better for me, then. But you Does can't it... be surprised anyway, can you? I can be. No, I'm I think st- you can. I, I can't, but neither right. can Dick. That's, well, no. Um, is it, is it just... Does it, does it give you anything else apart from surprise? Uh... So, anyway. Mm. Yeah, it can't be surprised. That's all it does. No, all right. Still still quite useful, but I'll see if it's worth it. And my other unattuned items. Cool. Would you mind sending all of those things to us? Uh, will do. Thank will you. Do, will do. Um, and as for the gold in the room, which is also yours to take, you find uh, bathroom informs you oh, there's around 3,000 gold pieces. Ooh, nice. As well as you see scattered amongst it 40 platinum pieces, which in our world is equivalent to 4,000 gold. Ooh. Let's, let's shovel that Wait, in the bag of holding. Yeah, yeah, we'll shovel that in the bag of holding and we'll split it. Yeah. Along when with any other loot. Yeah. I mean, what's his name again? Vathrin. Yep. Vathrin? Yeah. Vathrin. Um, yeah, so there's a dragon outside, another dragon, who um, tasked us with getting something in a cloth. Yes, I'll say this. Um, with Sophia mentioning that, Tommy, you're with the highest perception here, you spot. Just in the back corner, there is a folded cloth, folded black cloth. Mm. I think it's uh, over there, Sophia. Before we do anything, what is it? Can you could you tell us? The bathroom kind of stares down and she goes, mm. "So you met her, did you? <laughs> Still roosting up above, I take it." Yeah. Well, I suppose I shouldn't be surprised. It was quite a cruel thing done to keep her in line. You're aware of the story, I take it. Gorgoroth's mate, Farrakhan, slayed, and then her bound to Othran to effectively be his mount. Yeah. Began his conquest. No, but that was achieved not through just strength of arms. Othran had a backup plan. That over there is what they call a portable hole. And within it, within it you'll find her children. 
you you're joking, right? No. Othrin is awful. Yes. I will not defend the, the man. He has much blood on his hands, though I've come to realize that a lot of it was for important reasons. He almost doesn't look happy to be saying that, but yeah, it seems to be a bit of a complex backstory, at least between those two. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to pry? Up to you guys. He's here if you want to ask him. I mean, how much conversation has he had in the last however long? Probably not a lot. No. So, uh, so what's the deal with you, with uh, with you and Ofrin then? I'm guessing normally, and please don't take any offence at this, but normally one would get his most loyal of followers to uh, guard his tomb forevermore. Yet you seem somewhat uh, conflicted when you mention his name. I suppose you would. We frankly would want this job to be entombed here for eternity. Not able to die, not able to stop, to be alone and enshrined with his bones. Thus is my punishment. Thus is my curse. It is my fault that the Titan King lays dead. It is sighs heavily. Hmm? You are the caretaker? He nods and goes, ah, The Titans imprisoned me here when they forged this place. They thought it was fitting that I should be the one to guard it. I... I was a different man in my youth. I was there when Othrin rallied the storm giants. I was one of his followers. A strategist. I helped him build his campaign, his war engine. I followed him as he received the blessings of the elemental lords. Drew their strength to him. But in the end, I did not believe in his visions. I thought him merely power-mad, desperate to conquer you small folk, desperate to bend you to his will. It is only in my solitude that I have realized the reasons for his actions, and my punishment is fitting. I deserve eternity here. My actions may have doomed us all. It was I who gave Othrin up, when he was defeated, he tried to retreat. I let the orcs and the men know where he was falling back to, and he was surrounded by Clan Ogrish. I led him into a trap that saw him cut down at his weakest moment. Much lies upon my shoulders, much blame. He just sort of sighs and kind of rubs his eyes. He's very old, very tired, and he's been here a long time. <laughs> Is there nothing you can do? How do you mean? Can you not leave? Now no. that the heart is gone? I am afraid not. I am bound here, and if this place still stands, then I still stand. Barely stands now, mate. But yeah. Look, it's, uh, it's not, there's not much left to guard, though, is there? Not anymore. Is there no. anything, is there anything you can you can give us or tell us that might help us. He nods when you say that and goes, yes, there is more that I can offer. He uh, points towards the wall at the back of the treasury and you see a large uh, depiction of Othrin. And you see the two eyes in the carving aren't the same. 
one of them is a, a regular jewel, but the other one seems to be a sphere. Just a, a clear blue sphere. He walks over to that and says, I've been able to look upon the world through this. To gather some information, I would offer up its use to you. You cannot leave these halls, but perhaps you will glean some insight from it. And uh, what this is, and he will explain the ins and outs of it, is a crystal ball of mind reading. Ooh. Ooh. And it is a slightly special version as well, um, built into the shrine itself. Anyone who you scry upon will make their save at disadvantage. Ooh. But they'll know. Well, not necessarily that they'll know. There's a that's what their save is at disadvantage, so they might know and accept it, but they might know. Matt, obviously, there's more chance that they won't know. It feels sensible to scry on Martin immediately, doesn't it? Or Rogar, or Rogar. Yeah, he does say the uh, (laughs) the other benefit of this particular form of scrying is that it does work across the planes as well. So, so both of them, at least. All of them. That's what I mean. But both, both Rogar and um, and Martin, at least. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then Valmin, and then my dad. Let's do some scrying, (laughs) motherfuckers. Is it? Does it have to be people? So the scry spell, you can see in here a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence as you, which in this case, any plane of existence. The target makes a wisdom saving throw, which is modified by how well you know the target and the sort of physical connection you have to it. If the target knows you're casting the spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. On a successful save, the target isn't effective and you can't use the spell against them for 24 hours. On a failed save... The spell creates an invisible sensor within 10 feet of the target. You can see and th- hear through the sensor as if you were there. The sensor moves with the target, remaining within 10 feet of it for the duration. Uh, the creature that can see invisible objects can see the sensor. Instead of targeting the creature, you can choose a location you have seen before as the target of the spell. When you do, the sensor appears at that location and doesn't move. Uh, the only benefit with this version as well, it is a mind-reading version, so you can use an action to cast the Detect Thoughts spell with a DC of 17 while you're scrying with the crystal ball, targeting creatures you can see within 30 feet of the spell's sensor. You don't need to concentrate on Detect Thoughts to maintain it during the duration, but it ends when the scrying ends. Ooh. Right, who first then? Now, you guys can go away and come up with a list of targets that you want to find out some information on. We are. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're doing a Scrite episode. Yeah. Um, it's like a bottle episode, but with like, or a clip show. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what people are up to. And uh, one, I suppose, last thing I should do just for closing this one out Congratulations, everyone. You've completed the Shrine of Othrin and you're all level up. Yeah! Sexy. Wait, I'm still a level behind! Well, actually, Dick, because you were close to leveling anyway, everyone is now level 12. Yeah! Level 12! 12s! Fuck yeah. He lost a character. Yeah, well, don't you you hope that happens to you when you lose a character? I kept him a level down for a long time. That's yeah, you did. I was going to say, it's been a while. <laughs> Ooh, what does a level six cleric do? More spells. More spells. More power. Maybe that amulet becomes more useful. Who knows? But, That's uh, awesome. Thank you. No worries. Well, congratulations on completing the shrine, everyone. And maybe there's more to find out next week. Uh, 
still some secrets left, but uh, we'll catch up then. I'll just say thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder Trees and No Plots. If you wish to uh, donate to the show, go to patreon.com slash gtmp and uh, tip us, send us a little tip. There's lots of bonuses and rewards you can get there, and you get to hear the episodes a week early. So that's nice. And uh, yeah, if you want to chat to us, we're on Twitter. I'm there as at Trees and No. My players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. I also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, all at Gunpowder Trees and No Plot. And I will hand you over to my co hosts to say their own little goodbyes. It's Ask Dick! Hello, my name is Dick Fate, a ring technician. This week, I apologize for our recent interruptions by Rogar McLeod, who is a scheming, conniving Jar Jar Binks motherfucker. I have been Dick Fate. Nice That's dude. it, I've got no more. <laughs> <laughs> right, should I roll? Yep. Matt? Yeah, okay, right. Yep. 20. 20. A straight 20. And that is the Belt of Dwarven Kind. Uh, the Belt of Dwarven Kind is also valued at 6,000 gold. So we could actually afford it now. Um, whilst wearing this belt, you gain the following benefits. Your constitution score increases by 2 to a maximum of 20. You have advantage on charisma checks uh, made to interact with dwarves. In addition, while attuned to the belt, you have a 50% chance each dawn of growing a full beard if you're capable of growing one, or a visibly thicker beard if you already have one. <laughs> Amazing. Quality. <laughs> I kind of want it now. Um, if you aren't, if you aren't a dwarf, you gain the following additional benefits while wearing the belt: you have adv- advantage on saving throws against poison, and you have a resistance against poison damage. You have dark vision out to range of sixty feet, and you can speak, read, and write dwarvish. That wow. is pretty fucking cool, actually. That mm. is pretty cool. Yeah. I Being resist- resistant to poison. Uh, advantage on charisma when talking to dwarves and constitution increased by two and a better beard. <laughs> What's not to like? I'll go wrong. Yeah, exactly. Tommy can finally fill in those patchy bits that he shaves off normally. <laughs> oh dear. Well. <laughs> that's your lot. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. See you next week. Oh, cheers, Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey, I'm Brad, and if you like D&D and fantasy stories with lots of magic, adventure, strange beasts, and oddball characters, and comedians with New Zealand accents, then oh boy, have I got just the show for you. The Fate of Ison is a podcast that has, wait for it, all of those things. Remember those things I mentioned? It's got all of them! Now go listen to The Fate of Ison because it's good and you deserve good things. Fate of Ison, a proud member of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. 
They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.